Hey, you guys, it's Lise. Welcome to King Worldwide. You know how much I really like doing Periscope in the car, speaking it into existence. But the Lord has had a message in my heart for a couple of days, and this is the day we're going to do it. And so we're talking about relying on God. A lot of us say we trust God, we love God, we live for God. It really, it really depends on putting action into play. And what that means is to say we love God and rely on God is one thing. And yet when situations come up and we turn to handling it ourselves, that is not relying on God. And relying on God is trusting him regardless of what situations look like. It's a faith stand. You can go back to some of the videos that we did in um, 2016. It was specifically um, consider not when Abraham considered not. I think it's Romans. Romans 4, 17 is when you call things that be not as though they were. It was around that area, maybe 17, 4, 17, 21, maybe. But the Lord made it really clear to me when we're in faith and not relying on ourselves and we choose to rely on him. The way to practice this is capturing every single thought at a time. So let's say um, when it comes to finances and you might be living paycheck to paycheck, you might not, but let's just use that as an example. And it looks like things are tight. You're doing what God's telling you. And then you say, okay, well, tomorrow another bill is due. If it's late, there's going to be interest. Okay, you go through the checklist. First of all, you say, I refuse these negative thoughts, number one. And then you you go through a checklist that's very practical. If, I, if I've not been in love and forgive, do I need to forgive something or do I need to repent for something? That would be something. Am I tithing consistently? Am I tithing off the top? Am I um, spending quality time with God every day? So these are not legalism. These are just checklists to get a barometer where we are. A big one that most people miss, and I used to as well, is distractions. What's distracting me in my time? Yesterday completed the 30 days of like doubles in the word, which I didn't do every day because I was traveling, but I did the best I could. And then no TV on that I preferred. Um, I watched some things with the kids, but obviously that was not my preference. Um, and what that did, it crucified my flesh. I used that extra time to be more in the word or pray in the spirit. So when we're not relying, when we say where we want to rely on God and yet we miss it, okay, well, there's no condemnation. We practice one thought at a time. So, okay, so go back to the, the finance one. Let's say like the bills due tomorrow and it doesn't look like there's money there. First of all, if everything checks off that we've done on the list, great. If it doesn't, we repent and fix it, okay? Then we go, Lord, you said that you supply all my needs, wants, desires according to your riches and glory. I choose to believe that. Why is this happening? Not why as in complaining. It is, why is it happening? If you don't hear anything, then you just keep repeating praise and thanksgiving. So you check if you're, your part, and if your part checks out and you repent, then you get on into praise and thanksgiving and you, it's being willing to stand even if the next day comes by and it looks like you're late because God will tell you what to do. He will even tell if, if it's late, he'll 
have someone drop the charges. Most Christians do not push or put the pressure on God or the word. And they feel like I used to feel like it's going to be too late and I'm going to be irresponsible. So I've got to do something. Well, that is the liar pressuring us. And you don't have to start with a $100,000 bill or a mortgage bill. You can start with, you know, paying for groceries or you can start with one small thing at a time and it's practice and it's capturing the thought and replacing it with the word. So we don't deny the circumstances. If circumstances are like that on a continual basis, that there's not enough money and there's more month than money, well, then that we can go talk about something else. That's a whole different topic. But let's say we are in the flow of living in the word, watching our words, we're in love and we're forgiving all and whatever the Lord tells us. And then it seems like, where's the money? We get our mind off the money. Money is widgets to God. To God, money is like widgets. Did you ever hear that word in economics? Widgets, it's just the form of what we, the currency of what we do. So if we make money or meeting our needs and we think about it all the time, it is our job to change how we think and how we speak. So you can go back to Abraham. What did he do? He considered not his body that was dead or the deadness of Sarah's womb. He considered not. That means he refused to allow that thought or that fact, fact of the matter, how old, 9,900 years old. Um, Sarah was older too. Usually there's not any babies or pregnancy going on at this time. The seed's not usually there. Okay. He didn't allow that thought to stay. No, it doesn't say he had the thought. It said he considered not. What has happened to me is the thought tries to come. Oh, you're such and such age. Oh, you've just given all all those seeds away. There's not going to be money for the bills. Well, first of all, if the Lord told me to give the seed, then the Lord's going to provide for the bill. It's not my care of the time, but it is my responsibility to praise God, praise him, thank him. Pray in the spirit, praying in the spirit. You don't have to do that, but it is the secret for me. It, it, by faith, I pray in the spirit and allow God's perfect will to be done. So you don't have to figure out what to do. You do have to capture thoughts. If the thoughts come about money, the thoughts come about food. Oh, I just can't give that up. I can't. The focus is not about giving up. Do you see what Satan does? He distracts to make whatever it is, the object of our thoughts, our thoughts should be on God, the father, Jesus, son, Holy spirit. I was reading in the mirror translation. There's a new um, update in Luke and I have the app and I got a letter and um, it was a re uh, another way to, to read the, our father. It was such a blessing. My point to that was that it was talking about how, you know, how we talk about it in John 5, 19, John 5, 30, John 12, 49, John 12, 50, how Jesus only did what his father said. Well, in this Luke translation, it's talking about in the mirror, it talks about Luke is the only one that says it. how often Jesus was praying. Jesus was praying here. Jesus was praying here. Jesus was praying here. They don't know that he was praying in the spirit or not praying in the spirit. He, would, he was praying. I was so pleased to know that that is the, that's the answer. That's what the Lord told me to do. Not praying, begging, praying, thanking, fellowshipping, 
my thought, if my thoughts are on anything about myself or what needs to be done in ministry or answering people back, or um, this week there was a, a situation that was quite tough in another in people's lives, haven't had to deal with that in a while. Well, I don't have the answers. It, I've never dealt with that personally. What do you do? Pray in the spirit. I didn't think about my house isn't finished. Well, that thought tried to come up. My house isn't finished. I have guests coming next week. I didn't it try to come up. I'm like, I'm the Lord's to command. I'm the Lord's to command the Lord. I'm, I'm working for him. And you can do that on your job. This is not just ministry. This is how the Lord wants us to live. You don't do it. If you're just a minister, the whole point of King World, worldwide is to teach every single human being how to live God's way on your job. I'm in front of a Starbucks. Um, in front of the UPS store. Okay, if you work at those places, in between customers, you're thinking about something. Praise God. Well, you might say, well, I'm studying for the bar. I'm studying for these exams. Good. Praise God in between that. Pray in the spirit. Let God and the Holy Spirit be your guide. Let's see, is it um, 1 John 2, 27, where it says the Holy Spirit is our teacher. We don't, the anointed one. We don't need anything else. Doesn't mean other people aren't important. But the majority of our walk, should be communicating with the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. They have all the answers, right? The Trinity. So when it comes to relying on God, rather than cut yourself down or, or get in condemnation, how about we say, take one topic at a time. It could be food. It could be alcohol. It could be pornography. One is not more worse than the other. Just own it and just say, that's not mine. I don't like that. And if you say, well, I've tried to stop, I've tried to stop, stop trying to stop. Put more time in the word. Make, if you can have the, if you're choosing alcohol or pornography or food, then you can choose the word. There was a time where I was in the word and stuffing my face with food. I was doing the best I can. And one day after all the time of being in the word, being in the word, being in the word, the Lord delivered me. And it something clicked. But I, I didn't just try to stop. I mean, I did try to stop overeating and all that. And it never worked. And it was very frustrating. Every time I failed, I condemned myself. It was Satan. And that was hard on my self-esteem. We're not denying the stuff. No one's judging. If anyone's judging, they need to look in the mirror. Because anybody on this earth has, is walking through stuff. So it's not a judgment. And it's not about who's arrived and who's not. Life is peaceful when we walk with God. Let him guide us. And you can do it. It's not about really you doing it. It's about letting God do it in and through you. So it's good to acknowledge. And then where can you add more word? Where can you pray in the spirit more? Where can you um, do something for others? It, let the Lord tell you. So relying on God is capturing the thoughts and bringing them into the obedience of Christ. Just like 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says. And I will be honest with you. It could be a thousand times a day. There was a time in my life where I had to capture the thoughts. It seemed like a thousand times. I didn't really count it, but it was really like every minute. It was bombarding me. And that's how it was. I was so out of control, but I had to start and it can be exhausting. The Lord will help you when the Lord, when the, the enemy sees that you're not budging and you're ready to change every thought and capture every thought and bring it to the word forever. then he's like, well, this person's not budging. I'm going to try something else. And that's when relief comes. 
but it's when you, you're determined to stand regardless of results. When it go back to the money thing, so what if it's late? It's God's issue. When, you, when you're surrendered to God and you're doing everything that you know to do and you've inquired and you've repented and things might not be looking right, it's not my issue. I have learned from Brother Copeland, he taught me the Holy Spirit through him, to put the pressure on the word. What does that mean? Speak the word, be in the word, the word, the word, the word. And I just say, it's not my care. I'm not being disrespectful, but I find that the more I can do that, then the Lord's like, finally, I want to take care of people. I want to take care of you, Lisa, he says. But if I don't, if I try to do it myself, he can't. So it's a matter of just capturing the thought and allowing him to be God and relying on him, relying on someone or something is trusting emphatically, regardless of the timing. And you can do it. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of the day.